You know, like what she ordered, Nish Filet. Hey Sabato, hey Nikki B. Ready for the pod, yo. I just might be. Well, um, I think I'm looking forward to cracking up. I haven't, like, totally cracked up in a long time. Sabato, you should do the intro, because I do the intro every week, I feel. Okay. This week, just carried the torch for the babes this season, <laughs> is Niche. And she's holding that torch higher than ever. Nisha is fake. She is a legend Nisha. in the East Streets. Yes. She's, like, professional e-girl, and she's so professional <laughs> that she has a boyfriend. And that's how you know she's serious about being an e-girl. And she was foolish enough to admit it to her followers. I tell – if you go back to season one, I tell every girl that's on the show, never say you have a boyfriend. I've always stood by it. Never say you have a boyfriend because the Nikki Bottle listeners want to pay you. I didn't want to. Like – well, it's not that – that sounds really wrong. Like, I, really to, I knew because like – that year on my birthday when I posted the selfie with my cash app and got like several hundreds of dollars, I'm like, no one's even seen like my toes. No one's seen like my bare ass before. And like, I got a few hundred dollars just because it was my birthday. So. And that's a beautiful thing. That's really yeah, sweet. Right? That's it? like the purest yeah. form of e-thoughting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Be honest. Be honest. When Twitter introduced the tip icon, you, for a little bit, you like, you were like, well, you know, why couldn't this happen before? <laughs> you hunt yeah, up the I know. jersey they introduced it way too fucking late i yeah. was like way to go like way to drop the ball yeah. and then they didn't even give it to like my account they gave it to random like verified accounts who just post a bunch of like garbage like meme tweets like not the actual Ugh. cool people with great content or the other like hotties <laughs> you know what i have been waiting guest after guest to get into this and we have to get into it now because it looks like he might have a grip on reality again because he hasn't done much in a while. Can we talk about Kanye West? I know you've been wanting to talk about that. How far can dying. it? How far? Because like I still listen to Donda almost every single day, and I don't know if that makes me a bad. Donda person one or, or two though. One. Because, yeah. One. Two is nothing. One. I don't even like. I was just talking about this earlier, but like I don't even know any of the track names for Donda Two. I have not heard a single snippet from Donda Two. I have not heard shit ever since he like uh, dropped it on his little steaming thing or whatever. Oh yeah, the, what? Oh, it's on that the what is it? The stem player or something? It's called. Yeah, I called it steaming. Is that what it's on? Yeah, that's Wait, like the only yeah. thing it's on. You have to buy it. It's funny though. Because you can play them off the website as long as you have the email that you bought the device with. And so oh. for a few weeks, but for a few weeks, Kanye West's email worked. Like yeah. anyone could have typed it in. That's yeah. so funny. You could have typed in yay yeah. at gmail.com. So that's how I was listening to it. I would describe <laughs> Donda 2 though. Pure evil. It's pure evil. I, it's the worst I vibes I ever heard. It. I mean, it sounds like it. I've, I've heard that it's literally just like it is Donda 2. Like everyone told me like. What you heard from Donda, the first one, this is just Donda 2, but not even, there's not even a single, like, banger on it. Like, at least Donda 1 had Hurricane, but that's, like, I it. disagree. <laughs> I think Donda had uplifting, like, nice moments. This is just yeah. the most mean-spirited <laughs> album I ever oh. heard. I oh, only wow. remember, I, well, I mean, I was at your house last weekend and we were listening to it a little bit. I didn't really get to absorb anything from it, really. Is the, Are the, like, lyrics flushed out now? Because I think no. when we listened to it, there wasn't any, like, No, that's the thing. Legit. I think he's, he stopped working on it because he had another Pete Davidson meltdown. Oh, okay. And I felt bad because when it first happened, when it was just a couple memes, like the Avengers Civil War meme, I tweeted, yeah. this is funny, it's and like I supported bullying Pete Davidson because I think Pete Davidson's a fucking hack, and I think he's a joke, and I don't I like agree. him. It came yeah. Kardashian's obviously gonna dump him like by the end of the summer, whatever. But then it was like to a point where it was like maybe I shouldn't have posted that. Like, it, got, <laughs> <laughs> it got so much worse, and then it looked like I was like condoning like cyber abuse. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with him and just like his antics and everything because it starts off. Like, it's funny at first. Like, the Civil War thing, honestly, like, he's hilarious. Yeah. But then it's just, like, it just goes too far. Like, and just now I'm at a point where I'm, like, like as a woman, I don't care how people feel about Kim Kardashian and their whole weird-ass family. Like, I think they're... I don't like them. I'm not for them. Even, like, you know, like, girl power type thing. I don't... I'm yeah. not into that. Just, they're satanic. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just feel like... At this point, what he's doing, it's like, it's harassment, it's like abuse, it's all of those like things, or at least like, if you wouldn't categorize it that far, it's pretty much that it's building up to that. 
especially since like it just got worse like you said like he posts it goes from like posting memes to buying the house across the street from his ex-wife so also the video where he decapitates pete davidson but that's fire (laughs) (laughs) this shit is so funny and so artfully made (laughs) i'm not gonna lie the video actually it was imitating i don't want to say that right the claymation shit looked great <laughs> there like, was a whole team behind that video yeah. and they executed like an artistic All right, but it's like the people who are like i don't want kanye to actually hurt p davis it's like okay come on like exactly, you know what i mean yeah. Get it's like, the dude's probably never been in a fight in his life he's never touched a gun i doubt like yeah that's why he always ends up getting into these like internet fights with people that yeah he's not going to get into a fight with someone who's actually going to like threaten him or take it any further it's like that's why he's if you look at the thing like pete davidson whatever your feelings are about him he's a dork like at the end of the day that's pretty much what he is that's the thing is he's a dork like freaking his reply like kanye drops that video decapitated or whatever which was gas and then (laughs) Pete's reply is these like text messages like oh i'm in bed with your 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 wife or like you know what i mean it's like come with something hotter than that you know (laughs) it's like weak it's It's just sauce everyone looks so fucking stupid like yeah because it was just the most disingenuous messages like i'm fucking your wife also i i can help you bro also you should be grateful for me it's it was just like (laughs) it was all over the place you gotta take one angle Right. Like, if you're going to say, I'm fucking your wife, go all in on that. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> say it with your chest. You got to pick which God you're going to worship, Pete. He's like, he's like, it's so sad to see you pissing away your legacy. What condescending thing to say to Kanye West. <laughs> like, I don't know. From Pete's angle, it's weird. Yeah. It's just so weird. Especially, like you're saying, in the same breath. Like, oh, I'm in bed with your wife. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think as a fan was worse, this or the the MAGA era? Uh, mm. I, probably the MAGA era because like he said things beyond. It wasn't even just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm trying to like he wasn't <laughs> trying to like work with Trump to like it, he he said slavery is a choice, which is just like damn dude like you can say you can do all the weird stuff you want you can make all the videos you want decapitating whoever doing yeah. whatever but right. to go on his whole weird like tirade i just i don't know it was just it, embarrassing like what the fuck like exactly. that was the most that was more embarrassing right yeah yeah you know. the pete stuff is just kind of like everyone involved like you said like no one's gonna come out of that looking like no one's gonna be the good guy coming out of the situation everybody looks like an idiot here like yeah even Kim Kardashian. It's like twice yeah. during this whole thing. She said what she's made two comments. One was like, people just need to get up and fucking go to work. It's like, <laughs> Kim, you're getting so much good PR right now. Like everyone's on your side right now. And then you come out and say some stupid shit. Like, <laughs> yes. What an asshole. <laughs> then there's other thing. Like, wasn't there like a housekeeper that's like suing her because she didn't pay wages or something? I didn't, like, oh, that, I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that. How could Kim yeah. Kardashian fumble this good PR so bad? <laughs> seriously yeah. i was like well that's the thing is because like at the end of the day yeah like everybody looks like an idiot and but like with this thing like does anybody really get hurt you know i was just gonna say like people are kind of going i don't want to say they're going overboard because that sounds really just you know like writing off the things that he does and like you know the harassment that he is doing but mm-hmm. people are saying like you know, like, this is how it starts. This is how, you know, abusers and killers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, start. Just like, exactly. Kanye's, like, nutty, but I think if he was going to kill somebody or something to that degree, it would have happened by now. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, the people are telling me about, like, um, Kanye, they're, like, saying, oh, well, what about the kids? This is, like, the worst thing that could be for the kids. And I was like, okay, on the one hand, I, I, I see that. But then they, that, keep, they, yeah. keep, they keep going yeah. and they're like, they're like, well, what it, you know what I mean? Like, Pete is a man in their life now and Kanye is doing this to them. Don't you think it traumatizes them? And I was like, no, not really. I, I don't <laughs> think so. I think they're probably having more fun playing Roblox or something than freaking worried about what their dad is posting on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, also, they're I the mean, kids of billionaires. So it's not like they don't really <laughs> – they'll be able to afford all the therapy that they need exactly Um, yeah (laughs) i do think that's one of my things is like i think when it comes to the kids because i've talked to so many people about this and people on like kim's side kanye's side blah 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 Mm -hmm. and 
someone was telling me about how like you know there's they don't think Kanye's being that ridiculous or whatever because they're just like oh I agree with him you know North shouldn't be on TikTok North shouldn't be on the internet blah 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 but I get it I feel like I mean it's normal for like a parent on either side to like I guess not want their small child on the internet but it's also like dude it's it's northwest you know what I mean like yeah they're not gonna get like abducted out of their home I just think it's like worse like the things that she's gonna see online like yeah she can see all kinds of like horrible things online and like oh yeah I get what you're saying yeah yeah, I don't know. I just, right. I do feel like the things that he posts and stuff, it's like, especially since he was the one saying, he's like, this is about my kids. Like, this is what started it. It was about, like, she's not letting me see my kids, blah, blah, blah. But he's, like, gallivanting around town with Julia Fox, who looks like she's strung out on, like, fucking heroin or something. And it's like, well, I don't see the kids either. Like, it's also mad funny in the Civil War meme that she was the third person on his thing, <laughs> on his side. I. Yeah. I think the most generous reading, which I'm going to do as a yay stan, the most generous reading of this is like, it's a man who genuinely just like is worried about losing his family and he's spiraling in the worst way possible. And then there's just a lot of collateral damage in the way. Yeah. Yeah. But what's with these fucking dorks? These dorks (laughs) whose like favorite band is like A Cab for Cutie. Just fucking the softest music ever. Did you say A Cab for Cutie? (laughs) Oh, what's it called? Isn't it called that? I don't even know what you're referring to. I think it's called Death Death Cab. Cab, Death Cab for Cutie. Whatever. (laughs) That's so funny. A Cab. Who are like, uh, it's art until you threaten violence on someone, then it's not art. And it's like, have you ever heard a rap song in your life? You fucking yeah, dork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> These I people like work. And the and when Tupac released Hit Him Up, they would have been like canceling Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they heard it today, they would probably be like, oh my god, we should do something about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> is Tupac okay? Yeah, okay, like uh, psych, like armchair psychologist, like trying to diagnose him. Like I think Tupac, Tupac might be a sociopath or maybe yeah. <laughs> The way he's gaslighting all of our children is absurd. You, you know what I think is going to happen? I think I think Kanye's been so quiet right now. I and I think this is my prediction. I'm going all in. Pete Davidson is going to get a Chris Rock esque blame game skit somewhere on Donda oh too. I think this is, but this always happens with Kanye. He lashes out on people online. Then it's like, just spoke to Drake. We all good. We family. And then like <laughs> yeah. post a picture. Yeah. <laughs> he does it. Yeah. He's done it with Kid Cudi like four times. Yeah, they literally just had a fight like earlier because Kid Cudi <laughs> called him a dinosaur. <laughs> he said, "You old ass dinosaur." But like, it doesn't. They're not, you know, still fighting. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. While we're on the subject of Kanye West, we have to call Niche to the stand because what did you say? Drunken Hot Girls is a top 10 Kanye song? I don't think I said top 10. You said top 10. Uh, where did I, like, where did I say that? I think on Twitter. You want me to find it? Okay, You're going to look foolish. Yeah. Get the screenshot yeah, quick let's, let's before she it. deletes it live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it has undeserved hate i want hold on i gotta find this tweet first i just think if you can find kanye funny right now the things that he's doing i don't see how you don't find like some sort of value in drunken hot girls because it's okay hold on i I found the tweet drunken hot girls one of kanye top 10 songs debate your grandmother (laughs) (laughs) okay this is this is where i'm at with drunken hot girls I think it's like a sister song to Gold Digger in that it sounds really misogynistic, but then by the end, it's like the woman got the last laugh, right? Because the guy the gets totally played. The whole song is like, it's, yeah, the whole song is like pretty much this long, ongoing joke about getting played by drunken hot girls. Like, even if that was not what it was meant to be, that's mm-hmm. what it is. If you just break down the whole song, it's just like, he's trying his best to get this, like, this girl home. Like, oh, you want to sit down? But we hit the drive through. Like, he thinks he's gaming her the whole time. And it's like, yeah. no, she's still eight. Like, I'm, I agree. <laughs> okay. I agree to the overall theme of the song. This is where the song loses me. Well, first of all, most deaf has fucking nothing to do in the song. He's in the background going, la di da di da di da di da. Why would you get most deaf and not have a spit of verse? But whatever. It's verse two that loses me. Because this verse, am I wrong, sounds like Kanye's driving a girl who's like obliterated, who throws up in his car, 
And then she's like, I'm sober now. And then that like makes him upset. It's a bit creepy, no? Yeah. So that was one thing like I was thinking about. Um, the song doesn't really age well. It has that, you know, like blurred lines by Robin yeah. or whatever. It yeah. has that kind of aging where it's like at first you're just like this fun, like, I was about to say yeah. relatable, maybe relatable to me in terms of just like having fun partying and it's just like, you know, sexy, whatever. Like you get the yeah. theme of it is supposed to be relatable, but then you mm-hmm. actually break it down and you're just like, oh, no, this is not good. This is all bad, actually. <laughs> maybe I'm reading it wrong. My impression of the song in this song is that Kanye is not drunk. Is is that how you read it? No, I always assumed everybody was drunk. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I thought he hits the drive-thru. Is he driving or is his driver driving? That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's driving. <laughs> deal. You know what makes the song is when he says, don't tell me you sing, you about to get a deal. And he's like, wah, 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 wah. That's funny. <laughs> 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 it sounds hilarious. like a work of art no you know what I might, I, like, the more you describe this i'm like you know it's, it's not as bad like yeah, sure yeah. it maybe didn't age the best but i mean it's still it's just a funny fucking song exactly. like, especially if you know kanye's sense of humor like he's yeah. always just i guess bordering on the line that line takes me out i think you're right this is a top 10 song <laughs> well, when we started, it was top ten. After you kept every line you broke down, we were like, "All right, top nine, top eight, top." <laughs> it's top ten, and it's not nine through uh, two <laughs> or ten. I never, I never got, I never understood graduation as a piece of art. I, I never, to me, it was always his worst one. What do you think of that? Because I always get pushed back on that. It's definitely like his most. Um, I wouldn't say it's definitely it's not up there in terms of like any artistic projects that he've that he's done like excuse me I wouldn't listen to graduation and be like wow this is a really artistic album. yeah it just seems super accessible and it seems the the album the most where Kanye was fitting in with what was going on and not being the driving yeah. force yeah that's what I was about to say is like I feel like it fits in so well with just that era of music and I think yeah but he did it in a really, uh, just in a very unique way. Cause I think at the time that graduation came out, this was when like, you know, like harder artists like 50 Cent or like Jeezy and yeah. stuff like that. Like they, they were pretty much coming up to dominate like the entire music scene and everything was about to be like hardcore, like gangster rap. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and he always mm-hmm. has that line about like, you know, him with like a backpack or whatever, like the backpack rapper. Right. And it's like he came in this like kind of nerdy off guy, I guess. <laughs> And I don't know, that's why I appreciate the album, because I really feel like it came at like a very, like a point in music where the culture was really about to make a dramatic shift. And I feel like he came and just like, he took control of that. Like it was going somewhere and he stopped it and it just completely went a whole different way. Totally. Is it, I'm not going to blame this on Kanye, but is music, particularly rap music, like I don't like that Jack Harlow feels like he can rap. It's very disturbing to me. I don't like when these these dudes who had like white picket fences just think they can rap. To me, someone needs to stab Jack yeah. Harlow. I think he needs I to agree. be stabbed. <laughs> but then he shouldn't be allowed to rap about it. But if he gets no, if he gets stabbed, then he can rap. No, I, I still would maybe twice. Yeah. What's he gonna rap about? The fact that he got stabbed and like he was able to get proper health care and like a reasonable That's amount what of time. I'm like, what's with this? Like it was different with Kanye because he was just so forward thinking and unabashedly himself. Where mm-hmm. it's like these other these dorks are just like talking to hear themselves talk. And part of me yeah. misses when it was like the hardcore street dudes. Because like now rap is the most like rap is just mainstream now. That's just the reality yeah. of it. That's why all yeah. these like pretty much like all these like you know white people who are from the suburbs can like break their way yeah. in and like mimic yeah. the trends and be super successful with it it's pretty yeah it's pretty like gross and exploitative like like with the yeah. way post malone just made this garbage hybrid rap for a few years then i was like all right i'm done with rap now they would be on like <laughs> the local radio and be like oh well listen to this uh new afro fusion beat by Post Malone, and it's like writing Ooh. on the wall with French Montana and Cardi B. <laughs> it's like, are you serious? <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you, Nick. Like when the street legends were on top, it was so that much was better. So fire. 
And not that Kanye yeah. killed it. I mean, he did in a way. He beat 50 Cent so badly in record sales that nobody wanted to hear gangster rap for a long ass time. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, I really see the accessible part. Like he had Chris Martin on a track on graduation. I mean, that mm-hmm. track's fire. And literally the Daft <laughs> Punk collab. Like they. You know what? And it's like 808s is a guy who just lost his fiance and his mom, and it's serious grief. But then it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of dudes who don't actually have strife in their life trying to copy it. And right. it's like, I'm not, yeah. I don't really care that your girlfriend's mad at you, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend that they were cheating on anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dude, when like, I first yeah. heard White Iverson, I, this is, I swear to God, I thought it was a practical joke. <laughs> someone said to me and i said laugh my ass off i thought it was yeah. a joke and people were dead serious I, it's absurd and there are people and i mean I, i've gotten to the point where i'm like okay with that because then there are people that like are think little dicky is serious or something you know like I, i'm not gonna like are you crazy are you out of your mind the fact his name is little dicky to begin with is his like you already know that yeah. yeah yeah you're not taking this seriously yeah but then again, there's like, like you said, niche famously, there's people like Poo Shiesty. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Have you ever met someone who listens to Poo Shiesty? No. Anybody I've met that listens to Poo Shiesty has the IQ of a maximum of seventy-eight. It's like, <laughs> and they think they're so hard too. Like, I just... yeah. Maybe I'm just old, but the Playboy Cardi thing is that a bit or is that dead ass? <laughs> I don't know. That, that's the same question I had. Like people for yeah. real, like they listen to his little like like baby Cardi tracks or whatever, and like they're serious. They oh put that on the car, God. and they're like, "Bro, this song's a banger!" Like listen, and you listen, and <laughs> it's still on thirty seconds later. They're so for real. Sabato's nodding his head in agreement. You Sabato be listening to that. No, I was not. <laughs> no, I was not in my head because I'll be looking for like, where's Ashton Kutcher? Is he in the back? Like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> i swear that's how i felt when i heard white iverson because i you know what it was i yeah. also watched the video with it oh it's dude this, it's this white dude with cornrows going i'm swagging i'm swagging i was like what the fuck what is going on i i actually <laughs> felt like i died or was in a coma or something oh <laughs> <laughs> or like everyone in the world was like brainwashed except me i was the only free thinker left I don't know, man. It beats me. Because that's why, like, I've been in a really bad, like, I've been frozen in time when it comes with music. I'm just stuck. I can't listen to any new artists. I can't listen to just new songs, at least when it comes to rap. Yeah, um, when it comes to rap. Just, like, yeah. yeah. Rap is just, it's fucking garbage now. Like, because it's oversaturated with all these, like, trying to get rich quick, get famous quick yeah. types. Yeah. You know, it's all the weird white kids with cornrows i tried to not be an old head i i was uh, gonna like make a point to catch up so i listened to the xxl freshman freestyles from like the past five years mm-hmm. and i just felt old i don't know <laughs> I, old but also with better taste yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like no matter where you land it's like we're just gonna sound like old heads yeah. i know because i mean I, I don't know. Like, can you imagine, like, the music we listened to when we were, you know, 18, 19, other teenagers, I guess. Um, I was listening. I, I would like to say we were listening to fairly good rappers at that time. Like, who was hot I at that so time? Too, but, yeah. uh, you know, our parents, our parents look at that, though, and yeah. they're just like, what is this shit? Like, Kid right. Cudi? Like, what is that? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Kid Cudi was a really bad example because a lot of you know, people are really weird about him. So. <laughs> No one in this chat, though, right? No, I no one, hope not. No one in this chat no. is weirdly obsessed with Kid Cudi, right? <laughs> That's crazy. All right, you caught me. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad example. My bad. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, like, you're just always going to sound old. Because the kids, like, like, my little sister, she's a teenager, so I have some kind of insight, I guess, to people her age and, like, whatever weird shit they do or don't think about, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like when it comes to music, it's like, they're not thinking about any of that. And that's yeah. that's fine. Like, who expects them to, I guess? I, I still think it's shit music, though. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm torn, I guess, because a part of me is yeah. just, like, who expects a teenager to really, like, we're yeah. obviously not going to have the same opinions, but at the same time, 
what is like the saving grace of some of this music? Because some of it really sounds like just garbage, like a South Park episode where everything sounds like shit. Like some yeah. of it really does. Like I just can't. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say that I was watching an episode of MTV Super Sweet 16 one time. And <laughs> at the time, I was older than 16. And there were these two girls, they were twins, they were having their party, and they have like MTV's unlimited show budget at their disposal to get whoever they want. And they got Fat Joe. And I was like, damn, these kids are all right. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Can you imagine being a 16-year-old girl in like 2015? It was like, it, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it must have been like not that long after All the Way Up came out. So yeah. they got him there. He performed that for sure. But I was like, taste. Like, they didn't get Justin Bieber <laughs> or, like, I don't know who I don't know who else they would Justin listen Bieber's to. Justin Bieber's not bad. Why'd you yeah. send a stray at Justin Bieber? Because that's who you expect them to pick, you know? I mean, that's be who everybody was getting. Everybody was getting pop art. L- let me tell you, yeah. before someone picked Fat Joe, someone picked <laughs> yeah. Lucas Prada. Do you know who Lucas Prada is? Do you know who Lucas no. Prada is? No. No. He's the guy who sings the song where it's like and she said yeah 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 that one do you know that no i, I, I know the okay song, well but i at least know that but that's the point is they were picking no name pop song pop singers before anyone else yeah you know maybe like the budget that they had is just not that high then i wonder because then it's like mtv has to go get that guy right right they have to be available yeah 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 but still i guess fat joe's kind of like even, like, if you told me to get a list of, like, 100 people, yeah. Fat Joe probably wouldn't be on it for me. Yeah. Well, all right, that's a little much. He wouldn't? Well, for me, no. What? Like, 100 what? people? What? Then Fat yeah. Joe? You can think of 100 just... other people besides Fat Joe? <laughs> Honestly, yes. the God. What do you mean? He would have been in my first <laughs> Sorry. five. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, honestly, I'm just, I'm not familiar with Fat Joe like that. You know, you know what I think about when we were kids and, you know, maybe like 10 years ago, like maybe like the new shit now that we hate at the time was like young money bedrock to us. Like, because at the time I knew that yeah. song was terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, that was like our, that's what people knew from our generations that for some reason, a bunch of people love that song. Some yeah. Of, <laughs> like three of the five worst lyrics I ever heard are in that song. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie though the the grocery bag line gro- i still remember that to this day yeah. <laughs> he said i got it nigga grocery bag <laughs> I, I mean they that was like that song was so bad it made tyga look like he ate oh tyga was bad his like the redness of his lips always <laughs> irritated me so much i think out of everything that tyga is and everything that he did for some reason, his bright red, always wet lips that he was always like licking for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Pissed me off. <laughs> I did love that song him and Wayne did about uh, these hoes ain't loyal. I don't even know why. Did you? It, it was just like a refreshing misogyny. You know what I mean? Oh, it was like, it I, was like a breath I of fresh air. Yeah, a misogynistic yeah. breath of fresh air. <laughs> we needed that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a bit too feminist for a bit. And then yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown and Tyga come in. <laughs> of all, as if they couldn't, Two of the like, worst dudes ever. Yeah. <laughs> Just to hammer it home, Chris Brown. Like, the, that's the guy delivering yeah. it. Well, that's, that's another thing. Going back to the Kanye thing. Kanye got banned from the Grammys this year. And it's like, is that really where the Grammys are drawing the line? Like, the Grammys have actual abusers at their show every year. Yeah. Yeah. I get if they're trying to be better, but whatever. But they're not. <laughs> we all know that they're not. Like, right. yeah. It's because like Kanye's just like Kanye's the media supervillain. Anytime he does anything, he can say something that's actually completely normal for once, and it's still like you know he's in a bipolar episode or like yeah. Kanye West yeah. like continues to you know it's, it's <clears throat> always he's just like easy. Yeah, I guess for the media to paint as the bad guy. You know what the kids are getting right? I have to give them credit for this. Maybe it's not the kids. Maybe it's like the twenty mid twenty year old people. But like these sad no 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 so these us? Sad, no yeah, yeah yeah but these sad <laughs> these sad white women are eating like all these little um Taylor Swift eggs that hatched like uh, uh-huh. Phoebe Bridgers Olivia Rodrigo. That's more Ooh. what I'm into now. It's a little <laughs> embarrassing, but I'm, honestly, I don't even like. 
It was never, I, I was even late on like Lana Del Rey. Like I came into her super, super late past her peak, past her whole, yeah. you know, like mm. diva era, era type thing. I came to that late. So when it comes to like all the sad girl shit or like baddie stuff, I'm just, I feel so left out. Like, yeah, Lana Del Rey is like a bit, it, she has this like aesthetic that like she got it out the mud and was like a, like a penniless artist and like had these all these wild times i looked her up she's a fucking nepo baby and it's like mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 she's like uh she went a whole like soccer mom type vibes yeah weird now yeah especially for her to come from like the whole like glamour glitz and glamour thing but like what i do love about her because i remember like at the time whenever she was really coming up like at her peak i guess that was a thing she was always under fire because everybody was like you're not really your life is not the things that you're singing about, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she's like, who is? Like, everybody, all musicians embellish a bit or, like, it's not the complete truth, which, like, I don't really care. I just love her, though, because, like, I feel like you can really tell there's, like, some kind of artistry behind her work. And that's what pulled me in. Like, just coming yeah. in as late as I did, I felt like I was like, oh, these are really, like, just beautiful songs. And they're very well done. Like, even if she had a whole team behind her, it's like, picture yourself. Like, if someone gave you a bunch of money and a team it's like what really would you be producing like you know dog shit when you put your yeah like most people like most people would produce <laughs> shit would be fired. Like a, <laughs> 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 i'm just saying <laughs> if i knew i was getting the return no matter what i'm phoning it in i'm making an album in like 10 days and i'm releasing it on the 11th day <laughs> God rested and Nikki B dropped. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's so easy for people to say just like, oh, they had money, they had this, which is like true. And that's, I feel like there is really almost nobody who's famous or super rich or whatever that didn't have some form of connections or something like that to make their careers. Rappers used to. That's the thing. Literally the whole thing about rap was like, can, like being with the community and having yeah. people supporting you and all of that and like, that's not a bad thing to have those connections but i guess yeah, like, obviously if you're running around saying like i came from rags you know to riches type thing but either way i still feel like you know i'm still set on that a lot of people given the same resources still wouldn't be able to make shit out of it oh yeah i can see that but i think there's a lot of kids who have visions and will never have the resources and their yeah, stories are yeah. more interesting than yeah these absolutely yeah but you know who I, I like i like olivia rodrigo i have to say i was gonna say i like i like phoebe bridgers <laughs> i like olivia rodrigo too i think i like phoebe bridgers songwriting more i think phoebe bridgers is a saint I she's she's like one of the best living artists right now she's re- incredibly great niche has no and, idea what we're talking about oh gosh, <laughs> like, like, no. olivia rodrigo is like I I get like it, it's good. It sounds good too. And when she's like, does that show where she's like, like a damn sociopath, like that is like fire. <laughs> but like I can't really. I guess I can't like. I don't know. The subject matter is just That's like a the little song? tough. She does that song. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's clicking. It's coming together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought she would have a different sound, but I also I feel like that's the only song of hers that I know. Yeah, so. I yeah, it's like it's teenage breakup stuff. I think that's what I was gonna say. I was like, yeah. it takes me back to like Avril Lavigne type right. days. Honestly, yeah. yeah, that's fair. I support it. Those days were like honestly, all the pop stars from like the I guess the early two thousands or whatever. They were fucking. They were on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what it was? Not to be like, not to be like this. It was it was the women. The men were bad. I was gonna say. I was like. I was hoping you were saying that. I was hoping yeah. that's where you were going. The women <laughs> were fucking killing it. Yeah, they were, and it yeah. makes you so nostalgic for those times because it was all just like like proud to just like, be a yeah. woman or like navigating just like women's issues. But it was like they were all still like so talented and so fun. And I feel like for the longest time, like after that era, we that kind of just fell off. Like we really didn't have anything after you know the early two thousands. Until we pretty much got Beyonce. And even then, like, Beyonce kind of, she had a weird kind of stretch, I guess, for her career. People are kind of anti-Beyonce now. I so. think I think Beyonce's early music was nothing. I think after yeah. she got, like, yeah. that, what was that, a self-titled album? And then Lemonade, it was like, that was That's like, what I, yeah, yeah, like, it pretty much, like, we, that whole, there was just a gap in time, pretty yeah. much. And then... Mm-hmm. It came like then Beyonce came out with her, um, you know, like pro black, pro woman type thing, which yeah is great. But then we found that it kind of like I guess it just didn't 
it wasn't there wasn't there wasn't anything wrong with it but i guess it just didn't capture like everyone's like stories in the same way or the way that it should have well you like, start yeah you didn't hear anything from lemonade on the radio i guess I, I don't know i feel like there had to at least have been like one or two okay was drunk I, in love so on i that? i don't remember no, the last drunk time in I, love no, that's off um that's off the self-titled one okay yeah. was that on the radio like in it yeah that was on the radio that was yeah. definitely there I think Lemonade had a lot more... Um, Lemonade was better, for sure. Yeah, maybe it didn't have... Yeah, and, like, maybe it didn't have a lot of radio tracks, but it's kind of, like, I feel like now in the streaming era, era it's, like, you know, they'll still play the top streamed songs, I guess, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot more artists are willing to, um, I guess, just have more freedom with the albums that they do produce because it's not that, supposed to yep. be a typical radio song anymore. That like, I agree with. It, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think streaming is not good for the artists, but is good for artistry, I guess. Yeah. Because you're not, yeah, you're, like you said, you're not really going to get on the radio. Who the fuck listens to the radio? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I haven't listened to the radio since, ever since I started driving. I I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. And then even then, if I'm in other people's cars, we're all streaming. So. Yeah. I listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in Sabato's car, it's just Playboy Cardi and Post Malone nonstop. Oh my god! Because <laughs> that's the radio station I turn <laughs> tune into is <laughs> Playboy Cardi, all the hits. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking like Nick Cannon is hosting the program. <laughs> but, but back to the point about the men. We have fucking Justin. Tim- I'm gonna be sick. Justin Timberlake is terrible. <laughs> His 2020 experience album was fucking great, though. At least the first it half. It was good. I love The first that. half was yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Since first then, half it's been amazing, dog shit. Yeah. And then there was that weird <laughs> phase where, like, him and Jimmy Fallon thought they were funny for, like, five years. They were, like, a comedy duo. That's gross. That. That's gross. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, out of all the things with Justin Timberlake, like, the 2020 experience album, at least the first half, it made me realize, like, he's probably really fun to, like, do coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second half maybe he's not funny but <laughs> part two was awful though and then he uh, got yeah. bullied so hard on twitter that he became like a country artist yeah I his, songs, <laughs> his songs were called like the breeze off the pond it was like this is the stupidest but... shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing like flannels and yeah stuff. he was trying to be like bony bear it was so weird <laughs> It's funny because I remember there was a time, Nick, where you said that Justin Timberlake was the true king of pop. That was like 10 years ago. You going to let it go? (laughs) No. No. I mean, when you say he's the king of pop instead of Michael Jackson verbatim, it's kind of funny to say, like, bring up no matter how long it's been. (laughs) But you're right. It was 10 years ago. We could let it go. I just wanted to air it it out for that second. Now you have to find one of Bato's like crazy ass old tweets saying outrageous claims. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll find it. No, he didn't have, I don't think you have any beliefs except on Twitter, except that Joe Gatto needs to die. Do is that really? <laughs> you do. You hate Joe Gatto, and I think that is so funny because it's so true. Like he yeah. is the most unfunny. He doesn't play the game right. He doesn't play the game right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. You're right. he fucking sucks. <laughs> The other Jokers lean into it and they like react. Yeah. He's like too yeah. cool for it. He is. Right. And it's not fun. It's like that's it's not, not the point of this show. Like at least yeah. have some shame or embarrassment. Right. Exactly. And then he has the whole thing. Like anytime they would try and do um, pranks like with his wife or something involved. He's like, no, I can't do that. You know, that's off limits. I'm like, fuck you. You're not going to play the game right. <laughs> Dude, no, you don't exactly, have any. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know who plays the game right? Murr and Sal. In Q2, but Murr and Sal nail it. <laughs> they know how to play the game so good, and they play it so damn well that it, like, mm-hmm. evolves the bits. Like, Murr yeah. gets upset about stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? He doesn't get upset as he should, which is, like, that's how you know he's a real team player. Right. There was one time where Q's punishment was he had to do speed dating while he was eating turkey legs. And in the back, like, Q was doing it. He had these, yeah, weird punishment, but he's holding these two (laughs) giant turkey legs and he's speed dating and he gets a girl's phone number. And Murr goes, damn it. He wasn't supposed to get a phone number. Now the punishment's (laughs) ruined. And and Joe and Sal are like, who the fuck cares if he got a phone number? 
<laughs> and then Merce like nodding like his mic's off like yeah so, <laughs> so, he was so worked up over it <laughs> I, I don't oh I think Joe thinks the point is to win when the point is to be funny exactly, exactly. he yeah. thinks he's like and he thinks he's like I don't know he thinks he's like Richard Pryor or something he thinks he's the funniest <laughs> guy on the planet and he's like I don't know he, exactly like you said dude. show a little bit of embarrassment exactly. is it impractical jokers like you know, it's not a rehearsed. I don't know. It sucks. He sucks. I just he, love like how much, you, how strongly you feel about that. I hate I remember, his guts. I don't, like, I don't know if it was multiple <laughs> times or maybe just the one time, but I was just like, oh my god, I've never seen anybody that upset with Joe Gatto, and I fucking love it because like, fuck that guy. Like, hell yeah, it is so infuriating, dude. I am so happy that his marriage is ruined and he's leaving the show. I could not be happy. <laughs> That was the best news I heard at the end of 2021. I was like, we didn't have such a bad year after all. You know who had a great year? Joe Gatto's wife. Dude, oh, my God. She could have an even yeah. better 2022. God bless her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh my I, uh, God. I want to talk about something kind of serious, if that's okay. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, I guess a couple of nights ago, this girl was drunk driving and speeding. Did you see this, Sabato? Mm. No. She got pulled over by two rock stupid cops because while assessing her impairment they got a call about a pedestrian on like a highway or something so they let the girl who was obviously drunk go which is insane one of them should have stayed with the girl but anyway they go they're helping this guy like get off the highway and then the girl that they pulled over keeps driving drunk and kills all three of them like runs them all over what Really? I think – I don't know if she intentionally swerved out of the way to, to kill them or if she was just drunk driving. But every time drunk driving happens and you try to say something like it's a horrible thing and you, you start your sentence with I'm not defending it. But what, like we should not be sending people to prison for life or something like that because if you're like a real abolitionist, then you would agree that like – giving that much power to the state to essentially end someone's life is not good. You say that, and then they go, oh, so you're defending drunk driving. It's like, what the f- can't, What the fuck, man? You know what I mean? There's no room for nuance on it's the just so, it's like, like, How do you not know this? <laughs> you know what people do? They do this with the death penalty, too. They'd be like, I don't support the death penalty. And then they go, unless it's a murderer or rapist. And it's like, then you do support the death penalty. What right. The, fuck yeah. you talking? Yeah. Yeah. the people the you death penalty is reserved for, <laughs> yeah. if it's for them, then yeah, I'm all for it. It's like, you can't have these beliefs and then as soon as they get a little challenging, you drop them completely. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a fundamental belief that the state should not a state that has been so barbaric and racist in its entire existence should not have the power to either end a life or send someone to solitude for decades that's the point of it it's not right. like do these people picture prison as just all people who are up there for victimless drug crimes where like they're when they think oh yeah we should get rid of prisons because you know of course all the people in prison, I guess, you know, don't actually didn't deserve to be there. But it's like, dude, it gets complicated when you talk about people who actually have done heinous things. But like, you can't just like, oh, well, now now I don't actually believe in that because it's like, what the fuck do you believe in that? It's like yeah. these people in 2020 who heard of Angela Davis for the first time were like, yeah, she's spit prisons are absolutely. Of course, they didn't read the fucking book. None of them read. So they're like, <laughs> we should abolish prisons. And then it's like, uh, except for the bad people who are in prisons. And <laughs> then, you, then you don't think we should abolish prisons like you, you yeah. can't. You have no conviction whatsoever. The point of these beliefs is that they are challenging and they are uncomfortable. And you can believe that uh, the United States, something with such a disgusting criminal justice history, does not have the right to exist as a state that can deal out these punishments without having the perfect solution afterwards. But you can't just like carve out these caveats and these niches that are like, well, for, for them, I want them to go to prison forever and for them they should use the death penalty but aside from that i'm against the state having all that power and then it's like you you try to have these conversations on twitter and it's just oh you're defending drunk driving then it's like i'm fucking not you idiot that's where you went wrong it's like trying to have any discussion on twitter like that will kill you slowly my friend was getting ratioed to hell she maybe might have been twitter's main character yesterday because she said Mm -hmm. something like uh it is 
something about like drunk driving is normalized and it's like of course it's normalized just because you and your friend group don't do it doesn't mean there's people getting drunk yeah. every single night and driving home drunk driving accidents happen every single fucking night you just say people drink and drive all the fucking yeah. time I remember all throughout yeah. college just like going out anywhere people <laughs> would just be pounding their drinks and then they finish their last one like they chug their very last drink that they literally just got to go to another party or something yeah and no question just hop into the car they grab yep. their keys and just go it happened so many times it happens all the time even like as an adult so it's definitely like right something that's it, it's definitely normalized and a lot of people like I, I don't know what it is like in their brains that makes them like deflect in the way that they yeah. do and like yeah. exactly like people I like work with you know they'll do that and it's like yeah and it's like funny yeah like they'll, they'll they treat it like it's funny like I don't even know yeah. how I yeah. got exactly. home exact night exactly yeah. exactly yeah. exactly yeah yep. I don't I don't know if this girl's intent was more malicious than that she ran them over deliberately whatever but it was like it I came up with the Henry Ruggs thing too that football player a few months ago do you guys remember that who crashed into that woman's mm-hmm. parked car when she was in it and she burned to death and oh no, I people are just like send him away for life and it's like, I can't I can't go there I don't understand to me it's the it's the salivating that these people do. The, the like the you have it's to gross. send them away forever. And it's like if the point is to reimagine how we treat people who have done something bad, like you have to reimagine like a redemptive rehabilitation way. It's like you can't as soon as someone does something that makes you uh, that you find like gross, you can't just be like, well, now I agree with the prison system. Like send them. It's mm-hmm. this. It's yeah. just like this lust for revenge you know what i mean exactly it does they yeah. relish the punishment of another yeah, person they relish does, the suffering of another person and it doesn't matter if it's constructive or destructive and it's yeah. like right people will always say things like when it comes to like you know like rapists or murders or something they'll yeah. um they'll be like oh yeah if you rape someone you should like you know get raped back or like they always yeah. make jokes about like like yeah. prison rape jokes right. which is just like like i get i understand why they're doing it but at the same time it's kind of like there are people who went to jail for like petty crimes and like who were like you right. know, assaulted yeah in prison yeah so it's like why are we making light of something like that it's just like they talk about it so flippantly yeah yeah like as if like someone who's going to assault someone in jail that way is thinking like i'm gonna only reserve this yeah. special punishment for <laughs> like, like real yeah, bad like, guys. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Right, like jail rapists are like vigilantes, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a code. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my least favorite sentence, and this came up a lot with the Henry Ruggs thing, was what if that was your mother or sister in that car and she burned alive? You'd want him uh, free? And I'm like, do you understand how insane that is? Like, if you honestly think that's how we should do, like, any sort of judicial formalities in this country, we say, well, let's just ask their family what we should do. Like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's failed yeah. miserably, but the point of a judicial system is an objective societal analysis of what the person did. It's not like the knee-jerk reaction of the most emotional people in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole that whole situation with um you know the woman drunk driving and literally killing people was just all over the place honestly because it's like you had some people who actually were defending her drunk driving like I don't know if you saw uh this woman's post but she was basically saying like I'm pretty sure that's the only time she's ever killed someone or like she said <laughs> it was the first time she's killed someone as far as I know and I was like there shouldn't be a fucking first yeah. time like what are you talking well, everybody about everybody gets one yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody makes mistakes. It's just a mistake. You know, haven't you just, you know, done 110 down the highway and ran over a group of people? Like, it's a silly yeah. mistake. We all do it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. People keep saying she killed three people. First of all, two of them were cops. So, but well, it's like, it was like, I mean, it was like horrible. It was like police malpractice to just take this. I think it's just like, it's a really shitty situation all around. Cause it's like, I don't know. I just feel like, at the end of the day, it's like three people had to die, and like it's horrible, I, yeah, yeah. And I think um, you're saying they got the death penalty, Nick, for their misservice. You are, yeah. yeah. It's horrible for the I, the one pedestrian who died. I'm very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think like that's my only like because I I posted a tweet. I was just like, yeah, well, you know, it's dumb for people to dogpile on the cops, and it was like I hate that I worded it that way because it's not what I meant. 
But at the same time, it was more so it's frustrating to see people kind of just like turn a blind eye to the fact that she was drunk driving and like yeah. very, very erratically mm-hmm. at that just to be like, well, the cops should have done their job. And it's just kind of like, I feel like it's just kind of like a time and a place for some things yeah. like that. Like, cause I feel like, yes, like both things are true. Like, but at the same time, it was like, these were probably the only two officers like on duty in the area. And then they had to respond to an emergency call of someone walking on the highway, which we all know that person was probably trying to commit suicide. Yeah. And like that person, you know, someone would have ended up hitting that other person. Yeah. Like some other person who happens to be driving by. So like, I I don't get why one couldn't have stayed with the woman who was like obviously drunk because I think she was like twice over the legal limit or something. And so I'm like, I'm sure that they they knew she was drunk. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's my thing is like, why didn't they, you know, it could have been prevented. But at the same time, I think it's just for people to just kind of like not acknowledge or like, you know, just not really talk about the fact that she was like drunk driving erratically. I don't know. I just kind of like, well, the bucks, yeah, the buck stops at her. Like this is entirely her fault, but it's also like, had those cops also not been ran over, like had the, it was just a pedestrian who died, then everyone would be holding those cops feet to the fire in like a, what the fuck were you doing type of way. (laughs) With all that said, I don't salivate at the idea of a 21 year old going to prison for the rest of her life. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Well, I think, uh, like, yeah, I mean, that's hard because, yeah, I'm not saying, like, I don't think, like, if someone flat out asked me, like, do you think she should go to jail for the rest of her life? Like, I I can't say yes because I do believe in, like, I do believe that our prison systems and, like, judicial and everything, I feel like it needs to be changed in a way that actually rehabilitates people like it's supposed to. Like, because, you know, I I believe that. I firmly believe that and, like, stand in that. So, with that being said, I can't say, like, yeah, she deserves the rest of her life in jail, but... She was out here, like, drunk driving, like... All the time, apparently. Because I'm sure you saw her tweet. Yeah. She was drunk all the fucking time. She obviously mm-hmm. had, like, an alcohol problem. Yeah. And this wasn't her first night. Like, so, in the fact that she got pulled over and then decides to go 110 after getting pulled yeah. over, I'm, like, part of me feels like... I almost feel like it was kind of like a, um... What do they call it? Like, uh, suicide by cop type thing. Like, mm. I don't think she meant to hit the police because I don't think she was even thinking that far ahead. Like, oh, I'm going to chase these cops and kill them all. Mm-hmm. But I do think she just kind of had this like idea in her head that was just kind of like, if I die tonight, that's yeah. okay. Like, that's why, like, yeah, I don't know. But that's even fucked up in its own right. Cause like, why is a 21 yeah. year old hammered all the time and just, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. No, it's absolutely. pretty interesting how the drunk person always lives, though. I thought the same thing. I was like, how do the fuck like, they always live to kill three <laughs> yeah. people and then just alive? That's, yeah, like, okay, this is my solution. You, sh- you should have to be drunk to drive because <laughs> these drunk people never die. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There'd be more accidents, but no one would be dying. Oh it would God. all be what we're what we're totally your Camry before would be a fender bender now with like minor bruises <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> That's the world I imagine. Where you well, have to very idealistic. You have to blow into a breathalyzer, and if you're below 0.08, the car won't start. That's a new idea. <laughs> People are afraid to go against the grain like that, and the so drawer. I stand with you. Pitch that to what is it? Biden's like new new world order or whatever. <laughs> he'd go for it. He probably would. Out of all the choices he's been making, he'd be like, you know, that sounds like a great idea. Unless you like hit a fucking tree and light yourself on fire, you like, drunk drivers never die. They're like superheroes. <laughs> I mean, have you ever like fallen when you're drunk and like it's yeah. Nothing? One of my friends in college literally got hit by a car when he was drunk, and he just got up and like <laughs> walked it off. And like we, <laughs> we spent the whole night looking for his stupid ass, and we finally found him. We're like, dude, where'd you go? What happened? And he told us about how he's just like. Yeah, I was walking across the street. I saw a car's headlights. Next thing I know, I was on the ground. This couple was like talking to me. I didn't hear what they said, but I just got up and like walked away and told them I was fine. And we're like, oh, you got hit by a car. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even know, but he was like good. He was, he was good totally to fine. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Someone told me it was like, it's like the instinctive brace you do when you're sober, like, is worse for an impact. Like, when sure. you tighten up. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, if you, like, curl forward or something. Yeah, but drunk people's vibes are just so chill. Yeah. They just bounce off like sponges. They're more fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Just go with the flow. (laughs) 
I, you know, you either have to be drunk to drive or really depressed because when I start sliding off the road in the winter, I'm like, all right, this is it. You know, no- <laughs> maybe you shouldn't drive in the winter. <laughs> There's no race for yeah. impact. I was on the Taconic <laughs> once and I accepted death in that moment. Oh, my God. I almost it was snowing and uh, my car like they had piles of snow just kicked up on the side of the road. And like I kind of went off. It was a really narrow road. And um this person was all up in my lane. It was just all over the place. And like my car went up and I went like up over the snow, but I got back on the road somehow. And I just like my whole life flashed with my That's eyes. That's terrifying. kind of like, That's yeah, so it really, scary. it wasn't though. Like it happened. You're content, right? like, whoa, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, all right. Like, no, I'm serious. When you, when like, you what's look, next? when you look death in the eye, it's like, it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time where I, I spun out a couple times. Not a scratch on me, thank God. But I was like, one time I was on the Taconic, like you, Nick, and I Ooh. i don't know what happened if I hydroplaned or if I just mm. like thought I could make this turn or whatever. Because when my car was getting old, I like re- started realizing, like, oh, I can't go this fast on this turn. But it might have been like right at the beginning of that. So like I turned and I just like lost control. I just spun out. Nobody was next to me, nothing. But I like went into this ditch and I'm like still spinning. And I'm like, I, at first I was like scared, but then I was like, when the hell is this going to end? I was like, looking, <laughs> I, it was like going on forever. But like I got, finally I came to a complete stop. And I like look at everybody's on the highway, like pulled over, like looking out their window, like what's gonna happen? Like, is he gonna come out? Is he like gonna be hurt? And like this one dude was like, "Are you good?" Like thumbs up, thumbs down. Like what a weird thing to do. First of all, like he's like, "Are you good?" And then I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Like I was totally fine. And then he was like pissed off. He was like, "Fuck!" Like he was like, "What the fuck?" And then he just drove away. Like I was like, they all wanted me to be like splattered across the inside of my car. I was like, "What the hell is your guy?" problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah they wanted a show dude these motherfuckers wouldn't even they let did. me get back into bad. the lane i'm coming out of a ditch <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me back they won't let me back on the road <laughs> and then i got in front and i was obviously not like sped up all the way this one guy gets behind me is like beeping at me <laughs> like, i'm making my way to the right <laughs> thank fucking god no one was around you when you spun yeah yeah Because then, you know, you could have took it out a couple other people. Yeah. And that would have been your legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wish – well, in that case, I wish I would have been drunk for that because then I would have been okay. Or I wish they would – You would have survived. Uh, Exactly, yeah. We would still be here recording this. (laughs) Yeah, they would just give me a slap on the wrist. Not like when Madrone and I went to jail for real. <laughs> yeah, it was actually in your state. No, what'd you do? It was well, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Are you okay to talk about it, or do you not want to talk about I'll it? I'll talk about it. it. Yeah, no, we actually tried to talk about it on the lost episode, but it was lost <gasps> on the Nikki Bottle lost episode. Yeah. So this could be some unearthing. We found it. We found it. So <laughs> yeah, it was in Miami with Madrone. You know Madrone, or you know of Madrone? Sure. No, I don't. You probably do. Either way, we were there. We were rolling with like some graffiti artists and like these skater people. We were at like the Deuce in Miami. You know the Deuce? Yeah. Anyway, it's like this. I don't leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> I only exist on the internet. It's this bar or whatever. We were just, you know, doing crazy shit. We like, uh, they wanted to go right somewhere. So we like hopped over this fence and went over to like this abandoned building's house or whatever in the writing. And then we're getting ready to leave and it's like, whatever then we see like all these cops are like coming like from every angle and i'm like fuck oh like God. i see a couple of them like getting bagged like feet away from you I'm like shit so i like ran over to get like hop back over the fence and i was like shit they're they're everywhere so i was like we're all wearing like dark clothes so i like got oh the fence is here the ground and there's like that ditch so i just like got in the ditch and like went like just curled up and i was like i'm gonna get out of this like they're all leaving <laughs> this one cop is climbing back over the fence, steps right over me, gets oh to the God. top of the fence, and then looks down and is like, you motherfucker. And he's <laughs> found me at that moment. And he drops down, hits me with his knee, like, coming oh from God. the fence. <laughs> an asshole. He didn't have to do all of that. Like, you were already caught. The fact that yeah. you were hiding in a little ditch probably looked so small. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to need this asshole Dude, in the chest. unbelievable. <laughs> and it was like, it's Dade County or whatever. It's like the gnarliest mm, jail ever. Yeah. We went there yeah. and trespassing is a felony there. That's what it was. Trespass- wow. Felony trespassing charge. So we're in there and they have like, there was this one dude 
who must have been like, I don't know, he's like a white kid on spring break or something. <laughs> he was like in trouble for cocaine or something. He's crying, crying his eyes out. And me and Madro were like, thank God this guy's here because nobody's going to fuck with us. They're all like, everybody's looking at him. <laughs> like, we had no heat whatsoever. We were just sitting, just just chilling out in the cell. And then <laughs> they're all like, oh like, this kid is crying. And he's like, he's like, like the one place you're not supposed to cry. And he's talking too and he's like my mom's yeah. gonna go and get me out and like oh and people they're like motherfuckers in here don't even have mobs and they got a reason to cry <laughs> about and they're like spitting on him like hockey loogies like whenever they walk <laughs> oh by just God. spitting on him it's the gnarliest shit ever and then like Bro. they had him on uh pockets so there's this one big ass dude who like was like I'll, I'll protect you or whatever. Something crazy like that, oh, he said. Oh, so no. he had to like – he took the, – the big dude had like his pocket out of his pants and the kid, everybody was calling him Prince, had to hold his pocket and he would like follow him around <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was this crazy <laughs> You know what I love? Like I can only imagine how many times you have told this story, but that kid has told the story to nobody. Right, nobody yeah. Nobody knows what happened like his night in prison. <laughs> He's not running around telling people, like, yeah, this big guy came up to me. I held yeah. his pocket. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, but no one bothered me after that. Like, it was super chill <laughs> vibes. <laughs> like, posted bail and went back to the- <laughs> Oh, my God. It was that funny because so there was one point uh, – the last thing I'll say about it was when they gave us, like, uniforms, we were like, all right, we're here to stay for a little. And then they were doing, like <laughs> – they came out with, like, the colored water. Like, it was, like – Everybody called it Jim Jones. It was like in a Gatorade tank or whatever, but it was just colored water. And they brought it to like the misdemeanor cell first. And everybody's like banging on the cage. They're like, fellas, get the Jim Jones first. Fellas, get the Jim Jones first. (laughs) They're like, we did the gnarlier crime. But... The fact that everybody knows, like, prison protocol like, yeah, is another thing. I mean, By the way, they all just fucking know, like, what to do and, like... Yeah, like, I was what? like, all right, yeah. It was like a, such a mob mentality came over me. I was like, yeah, let's get the Jim Jones first. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That's probably my favorite, like, Florida story I've ever Hell heard. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got to tell it with you on. <laughs> no, I feel like this is amazing. Like, I had no idea. Like, I thought you were joking. You're like, yeah, I've been to jail once. I was like, shut up. Like, no, you <laughs> yeah, you thought we were little pampered little babies, huh? <laughs> I mean, you still are. But... <laughs> you have a podcast. Like, nobody who's truly hard, you know? What do you mean? We got We got it out the mud. I bought yeah. this mic. I got this mic at Best Buy for 80 bucks. Oh, Boom. Yeah. Best Good 80 discount. bucks I ever spent. <laughs> no, they were like, here's our mics. The shittiest one is 80 bucks. And I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> it was yeah. funny. As I told you, you get this one for like 110. <laughs> that one is it's it, too it's too bulgy. What do you mean bulgy? It looks like a... It's like, you know what I mean? It's a bit much. Every... every I'm not even going <laughs> to... You would have loved this mic. This is – I gave Nick like the gold standard mic for like streamers, like whatever that's like not that expensive. And I was like – they actually make like – I told you too. They make a cheaper version of it for like 60 bucks, which you could have got instead of that, that <laughs> mic. But you were like, no, he went rogue. This mic rules. What do you mean? This mic captures everything. This mic, I can hear my stomach gurgle. It's so good. <laughs> Well, that's your qualifiers for like, <laughs> yeah. picks up all background. It's great noise. for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play a game when you're at like a a, a restaurant bar hybrid where you're like you you see two people and it's like father daughter or sugar daddy sugar baby. Hmm. You, yeah. You got to play the body language game. These two people, I thought he had like was just seeing his daughter. She was on like winter break or something, but then their faces got really close. And I'm like, dads and daughters don't fucking do that, do they? I don't know. I've never really spent time with my dad. And if I did, I don't Me think either. I'd kiss him on the lips. So. <laughs> I wouldn't French him at Applebee's. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't I'm think I would. Applebee's. 
<laughs> no. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if he got two for 20 and, like, we had margaritas, I don't know. <laughs> You're not painting the whole picture. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that, though? Because the one time I saw that, it was um, it was at Subway. So it's okay. like, it, and it was like three girls. It was like this older guy. He probably looked like 30 something. These girls literally looked like teenagers. It was really gross. And they were all just like canoodled up, like in the subway booth. And I think they only got one sandwich for all. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, you can't take yeah, the sugar babies to Subway. <laughs> yeah, it's Subway at that. And then one sandwich. Everybody gets like, they, you know, can you imagine walking up to Subway with like three of your little like sugar babies Everyone or whatever? And then three inches you'd have to sandwich. look the sandwich artist in the eye and say, yes, can you please cut this massive sandwich into four pieces? Like, oh my God. Can you imagine it only came in two? <laughs> but like you're positive they weren't his kids or something they were way too like you know there was no like kissing or like from what i saw i don't think he'd like touch their butts or anything like that but it was very like his posture just sitting in the yeah. booth and then one of them was just too close and like yeah just weird stuff either way it was like no, never in my life. Like my <laughs> father, like, and I wouldn't even like. I feel like most people don't have the relationship with any of their parents or anybody to where yeah. like strangers would be like questioning that in public. Yeah. You know, like if, yeah. if that's the case, then it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah, it's like, left to the imagination, already something's exactly. wrong. Like, right, right. exactly. <laughs> there should be no room. It should be very obvious. Like if yeah. I'm out in public with my dad. I hope that people know, like, oh, yeah, that's her dad. I mean, obviously they do. Like, I don't even, like, I'm not even out in public with my dad. Like, I don't even know my dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, that should be, like, the first thing that goes off in your head. Well, if a, a girl's out with a guy, it's not her dad. So, But that's crazy. He was feeding them, like, little pigeons, just throwing them bits yeah. of a sandwich. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I guarantee he probably didn't even get, like, the most expensive subs on the menu. Like, he probably got, like, the mid-range ones. He probably got a cold-cut combo. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> what do you mean, ill? That's a sandwich of choice. It's, he's like, wait. No. He's like, is a cold-cut trio. I have a trio. It's work per- Like, Oh, my God. Th- <laughs> Quick maps. <laughs> Sometimes when I have lockjaw, Sabato will chew up my food and dribble it into my mouth. I have lockjaw because I sucked his dick too hard the night before. Do you think when people see that, they think all those are just buddies? <laughs> or do you think that it's a father-son thing? <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. I sucked that guy's dick too hard last night, and that's why he's chewing up all his food. It should be obvious. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what I hope, is that they don't even question it. Yeah, I think I think you're good there. I don't think there's any room for questions. We can keep that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a great spot to end. 